Hi, Sammy. <laughs> He's going to score a goal tomorrow night. Yeah, yep. Sucks it, son. He does not. <laughs> Imagine being the kind of parent that says your kid sucks at soccer. <laughs> He's probably really good. I bet he is. <laughs> He's better than Flem at soccer. That's why Flem's mad. Maybe he should be better at doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Flem, your kid sucks at podcasting. I mean, I, I put my kid to sleep before I do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see B hey, bringing his it. kids to work. All right, here we are, guys. How y'all doing? Lou, good to see good. you. Good. All right. Uh, I love that. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's kick it off like that. Me asking what's happening. Uh, Pam answering good. Even though me and Pam just had a whole five minute conversation without y'all. Thank you, Pam, for mm-hmm. doing that. Capo mm-hmm. sips, um, I assume, water because Capo's athletic and he's actually healthy in a lot of things I'm that he healthy. does in life from a substance consumption perspective. Oh, oh he's getting metamucil. his metamucil in. Um, and who you heard in the background was Lou whispering, I'm healthy. <laughs> who would never be uh actually bruce we've established today uh mm-hmm. not drinking water it looked like were you shotgunning a beer is that what you were doing bruce it's, uh yeah you know what i thought today i was just about to say today's wednesday but it's not i was gonna say wednesday beer day but it's not it's tuesday which it honestly fits just as good as wednesday wednesday beer day and tuesday <laughs> beer day both sound like they don't make any damn sense uh yeah. and then there's pam and i who are the old people if uh you just came in we're talking about a recovery weekend we're not going to make that a topic today because I feel like we have a lot of things to get to, but I do think that's something we should get to. Last week, I teased that we were going to talk about my mother getting eloped. We're not going to talk about that tonight either. Uh, Can so we talk about gonna... your new dad? Yeah. What do you want to know about him? He's younger uh, than me. How tall is he? Just kidding. It'd be crazy if he was younger than me. I'm oh, I was going to say, <laughs> oh my God. Go, uh, oh, mom. He is much taller than me, uh, but that's not like, uh, that's, I guess, a low bar with everybody intended to set. So, yeah, but I've also known him since I was like 17. So it's not really like a new dad. And also, he's not my dad. Although I do want to randomly just like call him dad and see what he does for like the awkward moment. Yeah. But like I said, we will not do that. Although I do feel like Lou's going to have many things for us today. So I'm not going to rush through anything. Like that, I just don't want to. Uh, I think last week proved that when I'm as busy as I've been, I happen to ramble and take over everybody's mic space. We're not going to do that this week, and that starts now. Welcome to post post game, Lauer after hours. We have Lou in the house, we have Bruce in the house, and we have Capo, and we have quite a few things to happen. And our pregame plan again, very rarely happens. Started with Beep saying, "Let's start with Beep. Don't know bleep." Pam agrees. Capo agrees. Lou Bruce says nothing because we never know he's going to be here. I'm looking at three faces, none of which are beep. Who doesn't know bleep? So perfect planning. Glad this went here. The second thing on the list. Oh, was, here he comes. Oh, and we are saved. <laughs> We're going to say I've seen him in the chat. Say he'd be here in a few minutes. Yep, here he comes. We officially have beep. Don't know bleep on with us uh, with a, a very Kenny Powers look to him. Uh, don't yeah. worry, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna throw it to you. I I can tell Beep and I have worked long enough where I can tell we're like the the non vocal communication of the show, except way worse at it. I can tell when you're not ready, bro. <laughs> He's got so, professional work beep look on. He does. And it honestly almost looks like he's like working in a studio. I imagine mm-hmm. he's in the back somewhere, uh, knowing where he works, which I guess we won't say here, but knowing where he works, I imagine he's like in the back where, you know, they go get product. He works in a trap house. And then, 
So what, I invited what, uh, our very special guest, but she hasn't responded yet. Well, and that's exactly what I was about to say. The second thing that was on our list, I'm glad that Beep showed up Beep, since we weren't ready for that, was Pam, which is a new segment that we're going to test out, which I think is going to work, called Work Place or Work P-Lace. <laughs> P-Lace. I know, right? Korea, thank you, Lou, for that laugh. That makes me feel a lot better. I was very happy when I came up with that play on words. So what this it, it, is, it was is the, the work. It was I was laughing at the workplace, the P-Lace, work P-Lace was not as, not as good. Right. Oh, she's I, trying I to connect now. I was explaining what workplace was, like work P-Lace, workplace. This is my, thank you, Lou. I, I don't know why you felt the need to take away my credit after giving it to me, but I appreciate it. So this all was birthed last week from Pam saying she should have brought a coworker on, me sarcastically saying that's where we are with guests nowadays, and then feeling bad about it as if like I just shut down her idea. And I was like, well, that seemed rude. So out of guilt, I invited this segment, which I think will end up working. Uh, and I'm glad Bruce is here because I feel like you're going to help me with a lot better questions than I'll ever have for workplace environment. We now officially have Beep giving me a thumbs up while his mic is muted. So as soon as that thing is unmuted, I'm good to go. boom. All right. And also, before you start, somebody just joined the Zoom named Wendy. So hello, Wendy. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm P-Lace's friend. You are p friend. Oh. And luckily for you, we all speak very bad internet connection. So <laughs> I heard the hi, how are you with high energy? And I heard that I'm Pilates' friend. I don't know where you are. If you're currently at the bottom of the ocean, we cannot help you. All right. Well, now that we have Wendy trying to fix her internet connection and Wendy, glad to have you. We, we're not sure if you're going to be able to get a connection in. So again, as we're doing beat, don't know, bleep, uh, try to get somewhere stable, somewhere literally that's not, sounds like in a cave, lost, uh, or stuck hiking somewhere where there's no signal. So beat, welcome. We're going to kick this off different. Usually we tease Beep Don't Know Bleep, but after three weeks of realizing how bad of a segment this is, we need to quit teasing it and get it out the way at the start. So we're going to start Beep Don't Know Bleep. If you don't know what this is, is Beep has not watched a football game. And how long, Beep? Uh, Last football game I watched was in 2017. 2017. So you have not watched the most popular sport in America in over four years or in about four years. Admittedly, I think the first week went well. And then Capo continued to be Capo and the game got worse, if I'm being honest with you. And then last week, I don't recall the question, be with you in a fresh memory. What is it that Pac asked you that really just threw the whole game out of whack? But you he asked me if I knew who uh, was a murder suspect or convicted murder uh, in like 2002. Yeah, he, he went into Ray Cruz and not even convicted murder. And I appreciate you being the professional you are with not going into what Ray Cruz did. Uh, but he went into the details of what Ray Cruz did. And when I heard it, I was like, why did we go here? But thanks, Puck, uh, for those of y'all listening. Uh, the long break that sounds awkward in whatever edit we do here was me running out to find a remote because uh, my lovely wife is watching both of our kids. So we do a podcast here. Anyways, back to Beep Doesn't Know Bleep. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to kick this off with questions. But this week, we're going to mix it up. Beep literally knows nothing about football. Where we're going to ask him, I think, not superstar names, although he's missed some of those. We're going to mention players that have names that aren't necessarily known and may sound like they don't play the position they do. But let's start here. B, do you know what position Hunter Henry plays? Hunter Henry sounds like a middle linebacker, so that's what I'm going to stick with. Middle linebacker. All right. Now, before I answer that, do you know what position Hunter Renfro plays? Hunter Renfro sounds like a 
free safety or perhaps a long snapper. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. So you have uh, what? What race do you have both of these hunters being? Because middle linebacker was very specific. Because outside linebacker is a little, little too athletic for Hunter Henry, huh? Yeah, they're they're both going to be super ultra white. Super ultra white. They are. <laughs> They are super ultra white. I don't think there's many hunters uh, in the minority. Oh, there, is, there is a Hunter Renfro that plays baseball. He used to be in the San Diego Padres organization. Uh, I think he may be with Boston now. So maybe he's a two-sport athlete. Who knows? Well, there's nothing more super white than being in Boston. So you are um, absolutely right. All right. That, that, that was Capo working in the perfect windows Capo works in. Uh, Hunter Renfro is actually a wide receiver, and Hunter Henry is actually a tight end. I think the more surprising one there, everybody, is Hunter Renfro, right? Like Hunter Renfro does not give off wide receiver, and a pretty. No, uh, I guess he's he's a Ryan Tannehill of wide receivers, right? He's not. Does he bad. play for the Patriots? He does not. Uh, I cannot hate on the Patriots way because I feel like my Dallas Mavericks are trying to do the Patriots thing, where they're just trying to find all the sneaky wide athletic people to become world champions. But uh, you would think he does. He plays for the Oakland Raiders. No surprise. John Gruden found himself a sneaky, white, athletic, wide receiver before leaving. That's and then another- Hunter Henry now does play for the Patriots. I didn't think about that. He did leave San Diego, if I'm not mistaken. Is that where Hunter Henry was before? Yep. He left the Chargers for the Patriots. Because the Patriots see a white, athletic tight end. They are going to find them and bring them to New England. <laughs> all right, so th- that's the game we're playing here. All right, so now that we went the obvious white names, I think Capo had me? one that he wanted to throw at. Tavon Diggs. Tavon Diggs. You know what? I, I'm going to say that sounds like a wide receiver. Ah, close. He's in the secondary. He might as well be a wide receiver because he's leading the league in interceptions this year, but he's actually Stefan Diggs' brother, and Stefan Diggs is one of the best receivers. I thought I recognized the name. Oh, I, yeah. I love the fact that you said, I'm going to say, like, as if you were thinking about it. You were confident that you got that one right in the back of your mind, didn't you? I was super confident. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I heard, when you saw Diggs, you like, I kind of feel like I'm like, no, he thinks he has Stefan Diggs in down. But see, all right. So here's one I have, and this is one that was somebody I had picked up this weekend as like a weird flex in uh, fantasy. And uh, so that's actually can give you a clue. But still, A.J. Dillon. So where do you picture A.J. Dillon plays? What race is A.J. Dillon? And what's his position? I'm going to say A.J. Dillon is a running back. Uh, I, I, hmm, uh, running back maybe for the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm going to say black. Okay. Well, yeah, running back is usually just playing the odds there. But yes, uh, it, was it AJ that made him a running back? Because AJ sounds like something you call a running back, right? It's not, it was, or was it the Dylan? I, I think I was kind of going off Dylan because Corey Dylan used to be for the, the Bengals. And didn't he also play for the, the Patriots as well? He did play for the Patriots. Are you a sneaky it's Patriots awesome. fan? No, not even a little bit. What was that, Capo? <laughs> it's fun, right? I mean, I have a fifty percent. Right, right. Wait, can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? So, what we're doing here, Beep, is we're actually going to uh, go to I think Lou next, right? So, Lou, did you have a name of a player that you don't know is a position for? Yes, the uh, Ferguson. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I know him. Uh, I know him. I- he was a lineman for the Jets. I want to say like 2005 to 2015 or something like that. 
Yeah, so Lou, I know you haven't been here for a while. What we're doing here is new age stuff because he hasn't watched football in the last four years. So going back more than four years defeats the purpose of the game. But don't feel bad. Capo has ruined this concept at least three weeks in a row. <laughs> so you're not the only person that's really bad at this. Baltimore. Baltimore. That's the answer of Capo. Can I tell you something? Yes. If you've been here in the past, while, while we allow people to think of other names, and hopefully if we can get Wendy online, because I think she's still having internet issues and nobody can even figure out she's on the zoom so while we wait for that i do need to tell you something that capo wanted to do in the chat capo you wanted to throw out the name lamar jackson to beep is that correct yeah because i know beep is not going to know what position he plays right and then what you did no, don't there you did you did the thing where you still wanted him to answer the question you did not want to let this game go well, <laughs> and, i did because you said that, I think, in the first iteration, the first week of Beep Don't Know Bleep, uh, and that's when you called me Bill Polian, and I took exemption to that. Uh, I took exception to that. Um, he is the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Beep, oh, he shouldn't have answered the question, because I was trying to get at how bad Kappa wants to do here. And but No, that, you don't get to win this. Kappa. That is just yeah. fucking terrible, Kappa. You no, are not that. getting better it's, at it. It's the Lamar getting Jackson. Lamar, thank you. Oh, by the way, Morgan from Australia is here. Uh, everybody, she jumped Sorry. in. Sorry, I, I, I just couldn't be quiet no, any longer. That was terrible. It, it was terrible. And here's oh. what's even worse about it is that, no, Capo, you don't get to explain this. I get to tell people how bad of an idea you had in the chat, okay? And also, if you could, like, not do far away from the mic, bad at segment game and get a little bit closer, I could barely hear when you yell random things at me. And so I don't want to, like, keep, like, asking you to repeat yourself. But I really cannot hear you. So what you were doing, Capo, there's allegedly allegedly a cornerback in the NFL that's also named Lamar Jackson. And so he thought, I have a zinger for you. I'll say Lamar Jackson because I've been asking stupid Baltimore questions for a month. And when he says quarterback, I'll be like, gotcha. And he'll say it's a cornerback. And nobody here will give a damn. Nobody here will get the joke. But Capo would have nailed his inside joke between himself. <laughs> wow. All you really right. could have high-fived yourself, Capo. I've got one for you, beep. Let's do it. All right, even shoot. though I don't know what I don't know, don't even know what the game is, but you know what? Can't be worse than fucking Capo. Um, so I've got Peyton Turner. Uh Peyton Turner sounds like a that's gotta be a tight end uh for Houston. Is and what does he look like? He looks like a plumber. Um Peyton Turner is a defensive end for the New Orleans Saints and he's black. <laughs> That, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty close, so I wouldn't be too concerned with that. All right. Um, Pam, did you have somebody that you wanted to ask? Um, oh shit. No, I, yeah, I'm I feel panicked because Beep is is running Let's out shoot. of time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um uh, no, I can't. I'm freaking out. I don't it's know anybody. Ask him about okay. Tom Brady. Do you know who Tom Brady plays do, for? Yeah. Have you ever heard of Tom Brady? Yes, what I love that, that one I do know. What I love the most is Pam waving with confidence, like I got it, I got it. I got it Me got saying, it. Pam, do you have one? And she's like, oh shit, no, no, just uh, kidding. All right, well, again, thank you all for listening to Beep. Don't know bleep, beep. We appreciate you. We know you got things to do, so uh, we're gonna let you run off. And uh, I have no clue if we're gonna get this windy person on or if she's just made up by <laughs> Pam. But I'm we'll here, let you know. Here, here. Oh wait, we got her. We That's got perfect. her. So, uh, perfect timing. Bye, Thanks, beep. Beep. Wendy, know, is that you? Okay. Well, you know what? That's perfect. Uh, you know what? No. Let's interview whoever you are. Are you doing Uber right now, or are you just picking somebody up? No, I'm, my friend is... You can't see me because I'm in the dark. My friend I is can. visiting me. I that's went cool. to pick her up. 
That'd be really yeah. weird if I asked you if, if I really meant were you doing Uber, but that'd be cool. I wouldn't, I guess we'd have to like cut that off so we don't tell people that an Uber driver was doing that. All right, well, let's do it really fast. So, Wendy, welcome to Lowry yeah. Driver's Postbook Game. We have Morgan from Australia, who I'm going to actually kind of let run this if she'd like once she knows what it's about because I feel like her and Pam have a close relationship with anybody else here. We have Bruce because he can't spell, and we have Capo, <laughs> who um, I think was having better internet connection than you for a little bit there. So, we have Cap, Pam. And Cap, what we're going to do here is workplace. Cap is going to have questions because he's been here since last week. So, Cap, are you prepared with questions uh, before Morgie takes over here on? Yes, sir. Well, then we will kick this off with workplace. So the segment started with last week. There was some sort of discussion occurring between you and Pam at work that resulted in. Uh, actually, I don't really recall. Pam, can you kind of, as I try to like make up and think of this out loud, um, I'm an We idiot. talked about the fact that um, Wendy and I have like a secret language um, at work where when we don't want to like interface with other coworkers or we're over something or, um, yeah. And so you said, what are you really like at workplace? Like, do you, you know, are you who you are on these Zooms at work? Can people see when you're tired of them? Do you have like the yes, look? That's what it was. Pam on <laughs> Zooms. So yeah, you're right. Pam looks frustrated <laughs> on Zooms, looks upset. And I think it's very hard for most people that have outgoing personalities to hide that. So Wendy, tell us your best. I know you only have a few minutes. Tell us your best. Pam looked pissed off or what it is about Pam that's the worst of her on a Zoom. Not the best of her. What is the worst of Pam on a Zoom? The worst of her? Oh, that's hard. I don't want to say bad things about her because she's pretty freaking awesome. Um, if I had to give the worst of her, it's that she, we have a colleague who's super annoying that we all hate that she maybe looked distracted really, I don't know. by her phone during meetings so she doesn't have to give him the, the death stare. Which, to be fair, he deserves the death stare. So what does the death stare look like? Do you have a death stare or is it just Pam's death stare? Because I've seen Pam's death stare before. And it's no. even worse when you're on a Zoom with 12 people because we all think it's about towards us. I don't. I feel like we all have a death no, we all have a death stare. Everyone has a death stare. We're all annoyed by people. Okay, would it be good? Would it be good podcasting? Knowing the answer here is no. If we all, all six of us, did our best death stare and see who has the worst or the most serious, I feel like it's gonna be Pam or I because we have a very like bitchy. No offense, Pam. Like when we get pissed off, it's very obvious in the Zoom. Uh, do we want to do this three, two, one, just for like real quick, just give like your most like over it look and then go ready one two three go okay what's funny is we all looked in the camera we all looked in the camera and nobody saw the other person so it was a really dumb idea by me. My uh, i did i watched you all because my camera's <laughs> off because my camera's off and my face doesn't idea I, by me. no it was good my camera my, my camera's off and my face doesn't move so i don't need to participate um did i, Morgan, did I win did i win? no you didn't no you were terrible you just looked like somebody who might be outside my window um but phlegm phlegm looked like i've seen that face also doesn't move so it's hard to give a dust there i don't know yeah it's, I, it's, I, natu Wendy, I naturally look unhappy so it's fine wendy it would have been really fucked up for us to invite you on this podcast and all of us be like which was what we should have planned all of us but wendy 
It was windy. Yeah, Wendy's is the worst. We always just said Wendy's was the worst. That was right. kind of amazing. I mean, full disclosure, I worked in college athletics for like 10 years. So I've spent a lot of time giving people dirty looks and yelling at them. So I feel like maybe I could have perfected my death there. So, yeah, we've I, been a part of this group for a year. So that's why we're good at it. Are, are yeah. you, uh, I'm really bad at just not giving one, which is my flaw. So are you and Pam like consistently on a Zoom when shit goes wrong or shit that y'all don't agree with? Like the old guy from whatever department that y'all hate listening to starts talking. Do y'all both do the thing where you think that you're the only two that can see each other and do like some sort of weird eyebrow raise and 10 other people see y'all do it? Um, I feel like maybe this is bad for the old guy, but I feel like everybody hates the old guy. So maybe he's the only person who doesn't know that everybody hates him. Okay, so the old guy's a real person. Okay, oh, got it. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. The old guy exists. He's a, he's an ass clown. We don't like him. Mm-hmm. An ass clown is apparently ass clown was used earlier. Oh, not by. I thought it was used by Pam. All right. No, so, it, but, but it's seriously. my word. But that, that Bruce used it in the chat. But he stole it. my word so, without l- giving me credit. Do you have word? Do you have to go into? Do I have time for one more question? Or anybody else here? Ask, ask Pam like, a question. Can, Jump in. I can take one more question. Okay. Uh, I, I don't want to hog up Morgan. I don't know what the questions are. I haven't been here for seven million okay. weeks. What right. am I? Wendy, like where, where is your guest coming from? Where are they flying from? He's from, <laughs> coming from Connecticut. It's one of my very best friends. No, she's oh. very best, oh. very best friends coming to visit me. I'm glad it was a she because I would have asked some dumb follow-ups that were none of my business. Like, oh, he. I'm. I, I don't know I why I was like going there. That's, that's a topic for another podcast because there are oh. a lot of mistakes. That's the Wendy, how Wendy fucks up her life podcast. Oh, I want to be on that one. That's what I want to be on. It'll be great. Because I actually just came from a date and I'm very confused now. Oh, you know what? Next week, teaser, next week on Works Place, we find out how Wendy's first date went. All right. It It wasn't my first date with him. Okay. Well, was it your last? Wait, oh, but she's Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Good signals. question, Confused Morgan. Right. It was not the last. It was not the last either, though. It was not but, the last. But unsure. Confused is a good Oh, way cliffhanger. Now what? Oh, shit. Cliffhanger, right. there's two people in the mix. Whoa. I love you this. Know, you know what they say when you have two quarterbacks. <laughs> you don't have any <laughs> Wendy and I will be seeing each other at 6 30 a.m. and spending the entire day together. So I intend to get to the bottom of this tomorrow. Oh, okay. Someone can help me with that. We are if you're looking for relationship advice, you came to the wrong place. Yeah. We're all a shit show yep. here. Uh, yeah, I feel like we're terrible probably, and we're yeah. even worse at parenting advice. But anyway. Yeah, I feel like Kat probably is like has the most healthy relationship because he never has to tell all the rest of us about it when the rest of us are just uh venting about our personal lives every day of our I lives. I mean, I've been so. married for thirteen years. So I mean I've got longevity. Yeah, but is she happy? Yeah, I mean you can run a marathon and still like be miserable when it's over. Fair too. I don't know why. She married Lou or Bruce. Why did we just take out Lou's 13 year marriage? What a rude thing to just. Because I'm jealous. Because I'm a hateful bitch. Um, Yeah. Do you you guys know that me and Will got married on the same day? No. No. Yep. It's cute. What day was it? October 12th. Oh, cool. I had a wedding this weekend, by the way. Do you know that Will said he I was a groomsman in the wedding. I have to go, but can I come back again? Yes, please, you Wendy. Can. We need to know how you fuck not up your like, life. Yeah, not tonight. Okay. I, have, because... I have plenty of I have plenty of stories of how I can fuck things up. <laughs> Wonderful. 
We love that. Sounds like laughter. Right. The club is ready. All right. Thank you, Wendy. <laughs> Have Lovely a good to meet you. Bye. See you Bye. soon. See you in a Bye. few hours. Bye. Bye. Transition. Um, so Will said that he would marry, like he would officiate my wedding, but no motherfucker wants to marry me, so that's not happening. Ha. <laughs> Love yeah, that. and I can't get a date, so I think we're pretty safe from another placey wedding. Man, yeah. if I could live a yeah. life where nobody wanted to marry me, I'd fucking... Considering, <laughs> considering Jimmy said he bought me a, a birthday present and still hasn't arrived, I'd hazard a guess he's not buying me <laughs> uh, a ring. And fucking your fucking birthday hunting. was pushing two months ago. Yeah, yeah. Here's so he's about to be right. pushing fucking shit uphill. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're pushing... Well, no. I was trying to make pushing shit uphill a good thing. I couldn't do it. Chris Cody's a genius. That's why, like, he could have found a way for that to be good. There's no way I could do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's not the way that works. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, meeting parents in an awkward place of your parents. I know easy transition, right? Hmm. I don't, or not. So I guess meeting somebody else's parents, your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't even think this has to be like a serious, like who you ended up with. Just an awkward meeting of somebody you're dating of their parents. Have any of you ever had this? And somebody brought up in the chat, and I'm not going to tell my story right now, but one thing that did happen this weekend again at the wedding is all the groomsmen and groom went out Friday night. And I was telling Pam about this in the pregame where we went out to the point where I walked in my house at four in the morning. Uh, when you walk in my house, as soon as you walk in the upstairs, like there's a balcony upstairs that overlooks where you're walking in the house. And I see my wife walking across that balcony to the baby's room who's crying at four in the morning. She sees me walking at four in the morning. Next day, we go to the groom's suite at the hotel to get ready. Uh, the father-in-law's in there. We didn't realize that's who that was because most of us hadn't met him. And uh, we just slowly start talking about how we got home at four in the morning. And if you're familiar with getting home at four in the morning, very few places you go that until you get home at four in the morning. So that was awkward, but it wasn't my partner's in-laws. So there's kind of a taste of that. I believe this was something Beep brought up in the chat or Cap or Lou. It was Beep. Well, I'm going to go around this way and we're going to find something out. Never mind. I'm going to go to Lou because Lou always has a story. All right. So this actually involves my wife and the first time that I met her father. <clears throat> so we were are younger in our 20s. We were still... Uh, we've probably been dating for about a year, maybe not even a year. But um, so she was in college and I was in college and she still kind of lived at home, but she lived kind of like downstairs in the basement. Um, and so we came in late, late at night and uh, her parents were asleep. We haven't met yet. And so uh, we weren't tired. So uh, we decided to do some dancing um, and then we, we went to bed and then she had to go to work in the morning and she drove. So I didn't have a car. So she worked the morning shift from like six to 12. And so like, you know, after, you know, we did some very vigorous dancing when uh, we woke up after I, I woke up and her, her dad was kind of knocking on the door and kind of came in because he thought I was her and I was freaked out because like, he didn't know I was there. He's never met me. And it was like, kind of knocking on It's like, Oh, like, Oh, well, where's, where's, where's Lindsay? I was like, Oh, she's at work. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then he left and I can't leave. I can't, I can't go anywhere because I don't have a car. I'm clearly not going to like, just like walk up out of the house and walk out. So like, 
it was a very awkward four Wait. hours for me till my wife got back or that girlfriend. Oh, it was your wife. You slipped up here. We yeah. Were not aware. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, now we know. At least you married her. Yeah. Okay. So good for you. Yeah. Uh, she didn't have a window because at that point I climb out the window <laughs> in a very cowardice way. I go out the window uh, and I'm gone. Like, does anybody honestly? Else, I do. I don't. I know. I don't think because like the way it was like it was kind of like a room that was kind of turned into one like kind of it was it wasn't like a real room it was like downstairs in the basement so like there really wasn't a way out so <laughs> and then it make it even more awkward like like two years ago uh i asked tom i was like how weird was that and he just kind of laughed and it's like yeah that was really weird so it was a it was a fun moment wait so you randomly was- brought back up to your father-in-law the time he walked in after you had <laughs> sex with his daughter before you were married <laughs> Yep. Okay. He danced. He didn't have sex. Dancing. So we dancing. know there was no there was no premarital sex, so we just did some dancing. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are a condom. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, I kind of want to mix this up now. Morgan, did you ever have an awkward introduction? Although I feel like all introductions with you and Sophie's parents because you're very outgoing and blunt could, could become awkward depending on the parents. So have you had one of those? No. Uh, Jimmy kept oh. me in the car for months and like every lap, yeah. So they thought I didn't have legs because I never got out of the car. <laughs> and they probably thought like I was rude and antisocial. And like one day they just they came home from dinner and we were out the front in my car and they just approached the vehicle and were like, well if you're not going to bring her inside, we're going to the car. Yeah, so that was fine. Um, but Did they yell, "It's a miracle!" When you started walking, uh, no, they don't. What, what, uh, what was Jimmy's excuse? What did he tell them of why you were always in the car? He didn't say that. He probably didn't say anything. Probably just like walked inside, didn't say nothing. Like well, he's not exactly well, like uh, talking a mile a minute and. Divulging yeah, his innermost yeah. secrets to anyone, he's just saying "fuck all" and just going to his room, probably. Yeah. Anyway, I don't. I don't I, think that Jimmy is just my means. I don't think that he's intentionally trying to hide anything. I think Jimmy approaches the world as if people approach the world how he does. Where I don't think Jimmy really cares about anything that's not personally around him. So he assumes the same of others. Where like <laughs> the rest of us are nosy motherfuckers, so we want to know everything. And Jimmy's only concerned with things around him, so he probably assumes like. It's not yeah. a big deal. To, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, because he doesn't give a fuck about your life, so why yeah. do you give a fuck about his? Um, but there was one. <laughs> I I so I haven't really had an awkward encounter meeting the parents, mm-hmm. but Jimmy and I were at dinner one night at our, our local pub thing, and my dad was there. And how'd you know? <laughs> well, well uh, no, I know what he looks like. I, I know what he looked like when he didn't come back. Um, but he was there with you his, saw him um, walking out and recognized him. No, no, I could see him sitting at a dinner table not far from us. And um he walked past me twice and didn't say anything and like made eye contact and everything. Like he saw me, clearly saw me and didn't say a word. And I was like, um, Jimmy, that's my dad. <laughs> so you're not gonna meet him, hi? but that's him. Hi. Hmm? Did Jimmy say hi? Uh no. <laughs> So okay. it was probably it worked out well for Jimmy because he wouldn't have wanted to say hi, and um, my dad didn't want to make eye contact. So it's good, but that was our Jimmy's awkward encounter with my dad—the one and only time he saw him, and only the second time you saw him. 
I saw him plenty of times. He didn't leave me at birth. <laughs> he waited uh, until it would be more painful. Exactly yeah. right. He waited he until he was my favourite person in the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, may, he, may, he got me right to that point where I loved him more than my mum and then he left. Jack. Good Cat, times, guys. Cat, have you ever had an awkward encounter with a significant other's parents? Yeah, I'm, I'm over here trying to heal from you guys. You guys bit me and then licked me like Ron's vampire bat. Um, Are you talking about earlier today? On the yeah, podcast, anyway. we have no, we have something we're going to address at the end of this cap because I can read, I can tell the frustration. Cap is very upset with us right now, but still, I want to hear your story. <laughs> oh, come on, you got to let my dude just sit. Come on, anyway. <laughs> um, so growing up, um, I was on sort of like the middle part, which would be like the far side of the neighborhood, and like the main strip which would be, you know, like, you know, a little bit further away. Um, it was like, you didn't go up there because of, you know, think, oh, everybody, oh, this, these, these people up there, this, this, this would happen. You don't be up there. You know, you'll get beat up. You know, you're not part of them. Like these supposed tough guys, right? And, you know, so as you grow up, you don't know, you know, you know a lot of people. You don't know everybody. So, like, I didn't know who they were talking about or who everybody was always referencing. They were just always scared. No, don't go up there. So anyway, you know, years by goes, you know, goes not years go by and, you know, I start going over my now wife's house. And I didn't know who her dad was. And so, you know, I'm going over late at night and leaving and then, you know, eventually I, you know, run into him. And, you know, he's sitting there and he's talking about all this, you know, stuff that he used to do in the neighborhood and about how he, uh, you know, he was, you know, the coke dealer and he had all these guys running for him. And then you come to realize that he was the person that everybody else was afraid of. And so then you're sitting there in the room with him and it's kind of like the conversation that you're having. You're like, yeah, I was supposed to be afraid of you and I don't even know who you really are. And, you know, here we are having a conversation and like it, there was... You know, like we, we got along and there was no awkwardness, but the awkwardness of this is the guy that I was supposed to fear all these years. And then. So you knew who he out. was before you met him? No. Like, not you I knew him, but you knew. Yeah, like, I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay. So there was like a whole group of people that would be up there. Okay. Let's just call them the rec boys. And they, uh, you know, they would run the neighborhood. They would do everything, you know, all the stuff you hear about. You know, you're young. You're not getting all the stories. It's not like, you know, public knowledge or anything. And so, like, you just hear things. And then all the people that you were supposed to avoid, he was the one running all of them. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I guess how what Greg's mafia says, a bad guy uh, from today. But, uh, yeah, you know, so it wasn't like I, it was. It was awkward as hell because I'm like, yeah, you know, this is, this is, you know, have feared you over all these years. And he's like, get out of here. Like, that's crazy. But so, you know, to make a long story long, you know, that's what it was. <laughs> to make a short story longer. All right. <laughs> it works. No, that works. Uh, it, it is awkward, I guess, once you realize, that, oh, wait, 
you're whether you knew the person or that type of person like oh you're usually the person that no you don't get involved with the daughter pam oh i'm sorry yeah i was was just say like you know a lot of times what people fear is the unknown and then you meet the person or you meet the unknown and you're like oh yeah you ain't so bad (laughs) you know so it's not like awkward it's kind of funny actually when i think about it so go ahead so this is no, it's no, you're good, you're good. No, it is, it's an awkward and unique story. And obviously, as I try to get to Pam, I don't know what Lewin Sells is doing where he's like throwing his hat into the camera to let us know that he has an angel hat. And I feel like he wants us to bring it up, but not like, is that angel restaurant? I have no clue what it is. Either way, it's weird that you like used us as a mirror. Moving on, stop doing that. <laughs> so, uh, so scary. We now go to Pam. Pam, do you have an awkward encounter uh, with uh, with parents of a significant other? And we're all kind of going with like the people we ended up marrying, you know, which is where my story is. Uh, although I think it's a good one. So now I'm I do. Like, it, it's not a it's not a when we met. Um, it was actually when we got engaged. Okay. Um, so this was that first idiot that I married. Um, We'd been dating about a year. Actually, it was a year to the day we had been dating when we got engaged. And um, we went to his parents' house to have a cookout to celebrate. They had a pool. It was going to be super fun. We invited a bunch of our friends over. And I went in the kitchen to get something. Everybody else was out by the pool except his mom was in the kitchen. And then I went in to get something. And she backed me up against the stove, like in the center island, and like got right in my face and said, just so you know, nobody will ever love him as much as I do. (laughs) And I was here long before you were, and I will be here long after you're gone. And it turned out she was right, because she's still in his life. And I was so hoping his mom died before y'all got divorced. Mm -mm. Mm-mm, like, no, she'll wrong. never die. She's soaked in gin. She will never die. <sighs> she is 94 years I old, should... 92 years old now. Okay. She'll never die. I, I shouldn't have said I hoped his mom died. I don't know the guy, but... Oh, she you know can't what? I stand be, by yeah. it. Yeah. No. Heaven doesn't okay. want her and hell's afraid she'll take over, so... Purgatory. Mm. Older... Yeah. You think that's an older person thing? Because that feels common with older people. Yeah, I yeah, think I guess. that's kind of what happens when you have a baby, like when you're pushing 50 and you, mm-hmm. and like that's the center of your universe because he's, he's significantly older than I am and he was still living at home. He was in his thirties and he, there, okay. Red well, that's flag. what I was going to say. This is like, this, this, yeah, is the, this is the syndrome of like somebody who stuck to their mother. Where they're they're taught that they can do no wrong, no matter what they say. But I was it. also his third wife. Like it, okay. this, this is a pattern. Like yep. she, she's the only woman in his life. So. Yeah, but Pam, they had, they had a pool. They had a pool. And, and now I understand. I understand. Was it heated? Should have lived with that. <laughs> now I understand. It was not heated because, believe it or not, <laughs> not all swimming pools are heated. See, y'all had an outside bathtub. Got Indeed. Indeed. If you've seen the resort at Jimmy's, now you know why I've been there. Exactly. So, Jimmy, gonna, you'll never leave Jimmy. Don't be I'll crazy. Wrap, and if I do, it'll be in winter because they fucking emptied it. 
Uh, I'll wrap this up with the cliff notes of mine. Uh, started dating my wife uh, went without her while she went to hang out with her parents on May 4th. Uh, whenever we first met, I went out for what we call Seek of the Drinko in Dallas with my friends. I ended up at a bar where they had an outside dodgeball cage where you can sign up at the bar to play dodgeball. I signed the waiver like, how the hell do you need a waiver? It's just dodgeball. Wearing loafers because I'm an uptown douche. I do a back pedal while playing dodgeball. I know better. Put my wrist out as I fall backwards. Break my wrist. I do not. Again, my wife is not here yet. This is just the day before. Uh, we continue to party. I tell my friends, the same guys, I, we literally, the people I was with, just the guy who just got married this weekend, his cousin, my best friend, same exact crew. Like we actually, the restaurant we went to Friday night that he secured a room just for the um, rehearsal dinner is a restaurant that was converted from the club we were at where I broke my wrist. So the whole dinner was telling people about this wrist. This is why this came up. I broke my wrist playing dodgeball all night. We go out. I'm like, guys, I know my wrist is broken. And they're like, no, it's not. Quit tripping. Again, uh, that night I go home, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, I go to her house for the sake of this podcast. I'm going to say I Ubered, wake up the next morning and she's like, Hey, do you want to meet my parents today with a broken wrist? We go to her parents' house, her dad and family, greatest people ever. Her dad's like, Hey, nice to meet you. Whatever, whatever. This is a man who moved here from El Salvador with his family. Super successful now. Did everything you need to do to bring a family from El Salvador. A man's man hands me a brand new bottle of Belvedere, says, here, enjoy some vodka today. I can't open it because my wrist is broken. I literally cannot open a bottle of vodka. I ask his daughter to open a bottle of vodka for me. That's a no lie. All of that is the first time meeting my wife's husband. Could you, could you not use your other hand? I, you hold it and try to like do the twist, but with it, you twist left, right? So twisting left with your right hand is impossible for there. And I couldn't like get enough of the grip on the bottle with my hand. And like I wasn't gonna do like a chicken thing in the kitchen where like I'm doing a headlock Pete. on a bottle. Pete. Like no, uh. I, I I did a contemplation where I was like, do you do this weird thing in front of everybody? Like you try to hide in the corner, or you just do you just admit, hey, I'm pretty sure I broke my wrist yesterday. And after I told them, her mom, sweetest woman in the world, goes to the frizz, they give me an ice pack, wrap it up, and we just hang out the rest of the day and drink. So uh, you judge hey, me if you had been in Australia, we turn it the other way, so you would have been able to open it. There you go. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, the two days later, when I found out it was broken, and whenever whenever it was, I didn't get the screw put in. I made her send the picture to her, her family to make sure they knew, like, hey, there's a screw in my wrist for the rest of my life. It was truly broken. This was not a joke. Uh, you're not. If your daughter is marrying a pussy, it's not because of a broken wrist. It's simply because <laughs> I am who I am. I'm just that much of a sissy. All right. Thank you for awkward parent talk. Now we're gonna end this. I know we have like we're going a little long, but I have six minutes. I need to address something. Capo. I apologize. You wanted to do the Lamar thing. We ran over you. It's been like three weeks that we've done this to you. Uh, and this is a family. So we, we're allowed to do this just like the show. You get to be our Greg Cody today. How mad are you at? How mad are you at us? And listen, voices. We're going to give you more time. Uh, I feel like it's kind of your fault with your mic and the way you did it. But you know what? Now's not the time for me to tell you that. How mad are you at us? And we apologize because we do enjoy your audio. Um. Actually, I just had to take the earpiece out because um, I told you before about the uh, I can pass out listening to medical stuff. Ooh, boy, that was rough. <laughs> oh, so can you hear me now, though? All right, so how mad are you? Because here's what happened for y'all not listening. 
we we did Ooh. the thing we normally do. We call it capital, but this time was a bit much. It was three weeks. We haven't really let capital talk, so I felt bad. Oh. I looked over, and when I threw it to Capo, and maybe he felt me doing this earlier with the Pam thing. This is all staying in, by the way. I was like, Capo, do you have a question for Pam or Court? No, y'all go first. And that at that point, no. I knew Capo. Capo was saying, "Fuck you! Don't ask me to talk <laughs> now." So, and then and then Capo went on. I don't know if you're watching TV or what you're doing because your hands aren't visible in the camera. It looked like <laughs> you decided to play Madden 1998 on us and just ignore us for the rest of the day. Were you? <laughs> so, were you mad at us? It's okay. We'll just do yes. Actually, before you answer, we're gonna do yes, no. You get to tell us. We'll cut cut it off because the perfect way in this podcast is still not to let you answer. <laughs> Pam, was Capo mad at us? He absolutely was mad at us, but yes. he's too nice to say, you guys suck, and you pissed me right off. Morgan, I know you haven't been around much, but did Capo look mad at us? Yeah, he looked, looked real mad. <laughs> Big mad. Look, he's Blue. nodding. Was, was Capo mad. mad at us? No, he was not. <laughs> not Capo, none of your mad faces compared to Capo. <laughs> Capo's mad face, I was like, whoa, where was this when we did that competition? <laughs> That motherfucker hates us right now. <laughs> Kappa, we mad at us. I say this. I love you, bro. I was not mad. It was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kappa, you landed the plane. Landed the plane. Uh, all right. Mm. And that's what happens when we oh. can hear you. Mm. All right. I see you, Gary. You.